been about a month and a half here. Uh, we lost the Spotify contract, but we're uh, we're back. Equan, cut the music. We are back. Six Inside Podcast, episode number 46. Uh, it's been about a month and a half. A lot has happened in a month and a half. We are not going to cover everything that has happened in the last month and a half because, frankly, you probably already know and have gotten your takes elsewhere. And, hey, we respect that. Our apologies. Um, I was selfish enough. I took a two-week hiatus, and then uh, we're back now. That's all that matters. So got Kylie here, got Schultz. Uh, we're back. Season two, you... baby. Yeah, season two. Let's uh, go. Kind of, uh, kind of crazy to keep doing this. A uh, little bit of a schedule going forward. Uh, we'll have college football next week for a preview with that. Uh, we'll do some kind of instant reaction this week on top 25. And then the week after that, we'll break down NFL stuff. I'll curse whoever your favorite team's rookie is. I picked Trey Sermon to be rookie of the year last year, and he's probably going to get cut by the time that this comes out. So... Not good, but alas, uh, if you have any recommendations for players you want me to put a hex on, hit me up uh, at LacroRear1 on Twitter. So, all righty, let's, uh, let's get into it. Uh, as far as baseball goes, uh, it is August 17th. Kind of crazy to me that we're already into August and all these sports are going to start coming back here, coming up. But the way the current playoff picture is situated, uh, I'll start with the wild cards. Mariners, Rays, Blue Jays are the AL wildcard. Twins are one back. The Orioles and White Sox are one and a half back. Not shocked about the White, a little shocked about the White Sox, but not for that reason. But O's are one and a half back, which Let's uh, go. Who, who here saw that coming? Not me, but I'm pumped about it. I did. I'm a genius. Though. Yeah, you are. You absolutely are. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. For for the past few years, I've been like, yeah, these guys, they you know, they have some players on their team that I like. Like Santander was always a personal favorite of mine, but they finally started overachieving. They moved the wall back, and suddenly all their pitching improved, and they've stayed healthy the whole year. And Adley has an outside chance of stealing Rookie of the Year. I don't think it's going to happen, but he's at least going to be in the conversation, which is absolutely nuts to me. And somehow the White Sox are still... They're still hanging around down there, which is uh, good for them, man. Yeah, I honestly say at this point, like now that we know, like I think the White Sox being close to the playoffs is more surprising than the Orioles. But I think that's like that's such a weird take to have. Um, yeah. If I would have said it in May, but now it's just like I think it makes sense. Who's your? Uh, who are your guys' most disappointing AL team thus far? I mean, we can all say the Tigers. Yeah, I had them winning the Central. (laughs) Um, My picks were really good this year. I also had Joe Girardi winning Manager of the Year, and he got fired. (laughs) Um, He's announcing Cubs games now. Yeah, he's now working Cubs (laughs) games. So uh, that didn't go well. But yeah, Detroit, uh, they they got a little unlucky, but their bats are also – uh, fucking horrible. Pardon my French, but like, holy shit, they are awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also have, holy shit. I didn't know this. They run scored. They're bottom in the league by like a lot. 
they're 380 and then the A's are 393 and then the next lowest is 418. So the Tigers should not be that bad. Anyway, sorry for cutting you off, Ben. No, I was just going to say I'm also disappointed in the Angels. I mean, they started off so promising and having Otani and Trout, and they've been both relatively healthy this year. It's just I don't know what is wrong with that franchise, but they just don't have it. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, but Lord knows I'm excited to see it because uh, I'm a fan of blowing up teams. Uh, I forgot what team I proposed blowing up. I think it may have been the Twins. Um, Very excited for their downfall if it does happen because Lord knows they need some help. But yeah, I'm excited though for the Tigers next year in like a non-joking way because all their pitching is going to be coming back healthy. And that rotation is still, like, disgusting when it's healthy. The issue is it's disgusting right now because their arms are just blowing up one after the other after the other. You had Erod just, like, leave. I I don't think we know why he left, but he just kind of dipped. I think it was some, like, marriage issues. So he's coming back on the 21st, but so long as you don't have the guy who you went out and paid all that money for leave your team randomly, unless it's Javi Baez that might benefit them. (laughs) But with all the pitchers that they have coming back next year, they've got Mize, they have Pineda, they have Scooball, they have Turnbull. uh, Plus the guys that they currently have right now, Matt Manning, Tyler Alexander, Eduardo Rodriguez, Daniel Norris. Like they have a ton of different directions that they can go with that rotation to the point where they're going to have to start like dealing guys away. But it's uh, it's ugly. They traded for Austin Meadows, who I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with his injury list. It is like right out of a horror movie. This season alone, he had so he had COVID that took him out for a long time. Uh, let me start an order. Sorry. He hurt his thumb. He hurt his oblique. He got sick without COVID. It wasn't COVID. He then got severe vertigo. Kept him out another month. He then got COVID. And then 11 days after getting COVID, he strained both of his Achilles. Like, if that doesn't prove that trading with the Rays is cursed, I don't know what will. Because he is just getting absolutely demolished over and over and over. Um, All right, enough about disappointments and surprises in the AL. Let's bump it over to everyone's favorite league here the national league uh as it stands today we have the following teams that are going to be in the playoffs uh the Mets have a three and a half game over the braves cardinals and then the dodgers as far as the wild card spots go we have the braves phillies and padres with milwaukee being one and a half back and then the giants being five back so same deal biggest uh surprises disappointments i have a feeling i'm gonna know uh I think I know one of the answers. Schultz, you wanna you wanna take it away? Um <clears throat> yeah, I agree, Aids. I think the Marlins had a really disappointing season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, the Brewers, I mean, obviously we're talking about the Brewers and they've disappointed me, but I don't know, man. 
it's, I think the hater trade just like really got them feeling some type of way after it just feels like the team's kind of given up. I mean, if you look at the roster, it's still a pretty solid roster. We we're still going to be competitive. I honestly think at this point we'll probably still make the playoffs, but it'll be a tough, it'll be a tough road to climb. Um, and I'm pretty sure we have one of the hardest schedules remaining. We play both New York teams. Um, and we're playing the Dodgers right now. I don't know. The Brewers, I understand what Stearns is saying with, uh, like, trying to be competitive for longer and not, like, just try to burn out. And that's why he traded Hayter, um, which is fair. But if you're going to trade Hayter for those prospects, I feel like you also need to trade some of our other prospects for, I don't know, an outfielder so we don't have to play um, Jonathan Davis in the outfield who bats, like, I think he's batting, like, 290, but, like, his OPS is probably also 290. Yeah. Um, he makes some good plays in the outfield, but, like, it's just, like, things like that, it just doesn't – it's frustrating as a fan. Um, it just kind of seems like they're settling for, like, mediocrity. And, like, I think Hader said it best. He said it's nice to be on a team that thinks uh, making the playoffs isn't enough. They want a World Series. Um, if he says that immediately after he leaves Milwaukee – can't imagine how other players feel currently on Milwaukee's roster. So especially after Hayter just leaves, I mean, Devin Williams was really frustrated when he left as well. Um, but I think they can get the, their mojo back. Craig council works his absolute magic in September. The Brewers are like, I don't know. I don't, t- I couldn't tell you what the actual stats are, but I know that they have an absurd record in September last three years under council. So um, I'm still looking at this team as a team that's probably going to make the playoffs. Um but you never know. I mean, the Padres are really good. The Phillies are good. The Braves are obviously really good. Um, it'll be a fun end of the season for some teams. Probably not for my team, but you never know. Jackson Chorio is going to be the best prospect in baseball in the year, so I don't really care. Yeah, he's pretty close. Um, and Cardinals- he hit a home run for the first time since July. So yeah, he he's back pretty too. much. Yeah, 450. <laughs> yeah. I like Yelich. I, I like current Yelich, too. Uh, I also didn't get former Yelich though on my team so I'm sure that there are some differences there but um I, I like on base percentage focused Yelich it's uh it's pretty cool yeah so but I, you don't pay you don't pay on base, yeah no. on base percentage Yelich millions no, you don't. yeah that's the issue no you don't uh so I'm guessing Cardinals are probably out of reach then Cardinals also I believe have the easiest schedule remaining in baseball maybe second I mean the easiest. Cardinals uh, yeah, they're they're only a game up they lost today Oh, interesting. I thought it was two and a half. Oh, it's two. My apologies. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's uh, so if the Brewers win today, it'll be one and a half. But okay, yeah, we're at home. But still on national uh, TV, so probably not. That Cardinals team is uh, they're cool. They're a cool team. Marmol's doing his thing over there. Uh, Giovanni Gallegos died. Like that, that dude just disappeared completely. Yeah, um, he sucks. I don't know why he. They still so put him bad. in high leverage situations. Yeah, they have like four uh, other guys that are way better. Like Helsey, I don't even know. I don't. I didn't know Helsley, who that guy yeah. was be- before this year, but that guy is absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then he's, what? Genesis Cabrera, he's pretty good too, right? Yeah, which is funny because he started. Uh, he started some fights, uh, or he started a fight last year. Uh, he went over. Uh, pretty sure he went the other way in the Rosarena trade because he was with the Rays forever, um, and then he went the opposite direction. Happy for the Phillies that they're actually in a position to make the playoffs because I really like that team and they're only going to get stronger. I still don't like their rotation. Uh, I think Syndergaard's a bit of a fraud. Um, 
probably not too hot of a take, but their bullpen's finally shoring up. Their defense is uh, better than it's been. And yeah, you know, the bats are, the bats are going to continue doing their thing. So should be a very, very exciting uh, end of the season. Uh, Kylie, any Cubs rookies or standouts that have kind of shown up late in the season, similar to what happened last year thus far, or uh, no one out Um, of the ordinary? Christopher Morel. Yeah. Christopher Morel has been awesome since he came up. Um, Wasn't really a guy that was, like a, even a top 30 prospect on the Cubs. Uh, he might have been, but he wasn't like a top guy and came up from double A and he's been awesome ever since. And he's versatile. He can play anywhere in the infield and he plays center field also. So um, he's been exciting and he's only like 23. So something to look forward to. And Nico's actually been healthy most of the year and he's been as advertised hitting like 300 makes every play on defense so um we at least have a couple uh pieces that we can kind of look to build around but um actually the franimal fran mail reyes has been very good since we uh claimed him off waivers from the guardians so We'll see if we keep him around, but yeah, I still watch every game. It's uh, it's tough. I mean, I we start that. every game. <laughs> we start every game like in the lead, and then our bullpen is just so bad. And we traded four bullpen arms away at the deadline, so it's just even more horrendous. But yeah, I mean. I think next year should be at least relatively competitive. So we'll see. I like our prospect pool. Yeah, and it should be interesting too, kind of viewing the viewing the central for next year too. Reds won't do anything. Pirates probably won't do anything. It's gonna be cards, brewers, cubs. Cards ain't going anywhere either. Like I yeah. I think things are gonna run through them for for a while here. Um, yeah, I I definitely understand why they didn't want to make the move for Soto though. With how loaded their uh, their young talent is, uh, and how about that Bader move too is sick for them because they needed another starter so bad, and it was just kind of handed over to them. I get why the Yankees did it too. So yeah. long as Bader actually was that Montgomery. Yes. The other way? Yes. Okay. Because uh, the Cardinals' rotation, as far as starters go, was horrible. Uh, they had uh, pulling it up right now. They had, as far as starters go, Michaelis and Wainwright were sick. Is Flaherty is always injured. That's the secret with him. Um, <laughs> Dakota Hudson has a four point one seven ERA. Stephen Matz has pitched in ten games this year and has a five seven. <laughs> They tried to make Jordan Hicks into a starter. He has a 5'10". Libra Tor, who's one of their top pitching prospects, he had six he starts. He has a 5'3". Like it, they went out, they got Quintana. Flaherty started three games, 5'6", 3'3", across eight innings, and then hurt his shoulder again. So they got Montgomery. They got Quintana. So it's they made the improvements that they needed to make. Uh, they can definitely comfortably go four 
uh, starters come playoff time, which is going to be important too because of how the playoff format is with like the lack of days off again. Yeah, I'm pumped so, about the new playoffs. I'm so excited for that. I'm incredibly so excited much better. And it, it also it it makes bullpen management that much more important too. And like if you have a hole anywhere, it's it's going to get exposed because there's yeah. there's no hiding essentially when you have those. You gotta win series. You know, uh it also that led to the demise of Nick Anderson as a pitcher. Um him blowing the World Series, but uh that's okay. Um He also blows free throws. <laughs> yeah, true. It's the name. The name is cursed. Yeah, um, it must be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's Nothing. what you guys are saying. That's also why, like, if the Brewers make the playoffs, I still think they could easily make a run. Like, you don't yeah. want to face Devin Williams. You know, uh, not Devin Williams. Well, yes, Devin Williams. But yeah. I mean, Corbin Burns, Jordan Woodruff, or Jesus Christ, Brandon Woodruff. Um, Hobie Milner. <laughs> Hobie Milner. He's actually, it's so random that he's good. And I love I hate him. it. I hate he it comes so in. Much. He came in yesterday, and he he shut that shit down in the eleventh. Or the it annoys me so much. He was so bad for us. Well, that's it's that you. Our two teams are the only teams that are allowed to trade with each other because it actually works out most of the time. Yeah, it's awesome. we got Troy from you. Troy's also yeah. uh going to be on, in another uniform next year. I will put money on that right now. We have the man. Oh, absolutely. We have prospects out the S that are left-handed hitting first baseman that we won't need to pay $4 million. So, and he's hey, also we need been a like, first baseman. Take him, man, by all means. Cause he is, uh, he's been slumping very, very hard, uh, recently. He's down to, he's in 242 month of August. That's why you go has, and get yourself a rowdy to last. Yeah. He's hitting three for 28 this month. <laughs> With 13 strikeouts, it's not pretty. Um, so you're gonna yeah, get DFA? No, no, not at all. Uh, he He's might too get it to get DFA, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, we the whole Brett Phillips situation, too. For those that are unfamiliar, uh, one, Brett Phillips is probably a top three defender in the league. No, two, shut up, I, absolutely, absolutely in center field and right field, 100. percent mm-hmm. Two, he is one of the worst bats in. MLB history. Hey, did I like, tell you that I saw his first home run? In first the home MLB? run? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Which is uh, one of a very few. Yeah, um, it ended up being like one of 10. <laughs> or what, I, more than 10, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's tough. But three, uh, as far as Brett goes, the Rays did a giveaway for a Brett Phillips Devil Rays basketball jersey. They, uh, <laughs> I, I got off of my ass a week into my tonsillectomy recovery and drove my way up to Tropicana Field with my single ticket. I'm like, I'm going to get this and get out. They had XLs and mediums. And they gave me an XL. I'm like, okay, fucking great. <laughs> Two days after the giveaway, he gets released. They're just like, okay, we're done with you. Not only does he get released, within hours of him getting released, they start taking his photos off of the walls. And there is now no trace of Brett Phillips in Tropicana Field anymore. Within 24 hours, it's like the dude had never played for the team. After a giveaway. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> After a giveaway. Well, that that's happened before. Uh, I want to say it was with someone. It was the Rangers and I want to say the Indians at the time. 
they got rid of a player. They had a giveaway for said player, and then that player threw a no hitter against them on the giveaway day or something like that. Like, if just that's absolutely real, that's maybe them. the best thing ever. I don't want to say no. Kluber didn't really play for them. Um, they got absolutely torched on the guy's giveaway day. Um, I'll, I'll try and find it and bring it up for the next one. But yeah, we uh, we kind of did him dirty. He's in Baltimore now, bro- blocking top prospects from coming up. He would have been the final out of Drew Rasmussen's perfect game if it got there, which would have been poetic. Um, but yeah, no, enough, uh, enough about Brett. Love him to death. I but, can't uh, believe you guys hung around like that with all the injuries. Oh yeah, no, it's it is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Jason Adam is one of the best relievers in baseball. And we signed him on a minimum deal this offseason from the Cubs, which is yeah. ridiculous. Um, we've been without... we develop pitching, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just a pitching factor. I mean, look at the <laughs> new Yankees closer. Um, but yeah, no, we uh, we've also done it without JP Fireisen, who is absolutely lights out to start the season as well. Uh, he's probably not coming back this year, so we've got. A lot of injuries. Glass now might pitch in October, which is like the most exciting news ever. But we, that's uh, insane. It's he had surgery last August. I want to say Damn. he had t- full Tommy John, and he's sitting ninety eight right now already. Um, what was his normal velo before? Uh ninety eight to one hundred, somewhere in there. So he's like he's so there, he's pretty much back. Yeah, he's pretty much back, which means wow. like it, it would probably be out of the bullpen for us, but adding to what's already been a lights out bullpen and adding some of our like important guys back, like Sharkwa, uh we've got uh Yanni Chirinos coming back, who was a starter for us three years ago. Brendan McKay, the two way prospect from oh yeah four years ago. Yeah, he's been rehabbing a shoulder injury for two and a half years now. He's in triple A, so he's moving up in the world. Uh it's it's exciting getting guys back from uh from injury finally. It's a it's a new feeling. Uh but yeah, hopefully uh we got a lot of games left with the Yankees, so I think that there's a slight chance we can actually make a run at the division. Which is sick. <laughs> insane to say. Like I absolutely love it. We are currently we're nine games back. We're playing one game right now in which we're leading four to two. If we don't finish it out, you'll hear me yell or something. Uh, and then we have six more games remaining with them. Or, no, seven games remaining with them after this one. So, a lot of... First off, shout out baseball scheduling for making us play the Yankees so much in the end of the season. Like, just absolutely ridiculous. But in this case, it's it might benefit us. So, that's pretty sick. Um Working on some NBA draft stuff too. Hoping to have that out uh, soon. I've been kind of cranking through the big board. It is harder to find footage on rising college freshmen than you may think because you need to track down their whatever club team that they or whatever AAU team that they played for and then like pray that there's the three high online. schools they were at. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough, uh, especially if it's like, like I like Brandon Miller a lot from Alabama. The only footage that I'm able to see that isn't spliced up highlights though is like 
practice footage from an Alabama newspaper and some like overseas footage and stats. So it's, it's not the easiest. It's enough to kind of give me a feel though of some of the guys that I like and don't like, but very excited for that. Uh, as the season who's your, approaches. Who's your yeah. sleeper for uh, like your freshman going into so- your rising sophomore sleeper for this season? Uh, yeah, I do. Let me pull up my list. I have a few. Uh, Deron Holmes is one. Um, Dayton. Dayton. Yep. He's one they're of gonna them. Be, uh, they're going to be disgusting next year. I'll just kind of go in. I'll go in order from like bottom to top. Uh, Tyrese Hunter at Texas. For Nolan NBA? Dixman. Isn't he like yeah. five foot two? Yeah, absolutely. Um uh, still how tall is he? Isn't he short? Tyrese is six foot, six foot flat. Um hope there is that shoot. he can shoot. Yeah, so maybe not. I've got him that I've got him in the second round right now. <laughs> he is a dog. Uh, he is, yeah. Deron Holmes already said Andre Jackson's a rising junior and he's gonna be twenty two as gone? a rookie. But yeah. He he, he has so the body athletic. for it. And he's extremely athletic, and I'm hoping that they let him operate with the ball in his hands because I think he could do a ton with that. Uh, Matthew Cleveland at Florida State, still rocking with him. Turquavion, NC State. Alex Fudge yes. at Florida, another one who just the defensive profile is absolutely ridiculous, and I'm hoping that he's able to showcase that a little bit more in uh, golden scheme at Florida, which who even knows what that's going to look like, but it's it's more stability and probably less financial stability for him at Florida than what he was uh, getting in bags at LSU. And some of the some of the less surprising ones, uh, Strother is up there for me. I like uh, him a lot. Love Damian Collins from Kentucky. He's Ugh. he's one of my guys for this year. I know. And then my top two non freshmen. Harrison Ingram from Stanford and Arthur Kaluma from Creighton. He's currently a lottery pick for me. There'll be more, uh, there's going to be more uh, non-freshmen in my lottery right now. Currently my lotto has 13 to 14 players that would classify as freshmen. They're not all obviously playing in college, but age wise, they would all classify as freshmen. So Love Kaluma. Very excited to kind of watch him and that whole team. Uh, still placing a ton of other guys, too. Uh, who else am I going to place? Uh, Manny Bates is probably going to make my top 60, which is cool. But so dogs. Yeah, got to research some more. Which is so he random. does. He does, which I'm like, I am for it. Like, if that free throw rate kind of ticks up and he shows any hope of a jump shot kind of combined with his shot blocking ability i think that there is there are teams that would take a chance on him 100%. which is uh especially if he does it in the big east yeah exactly he already, did it, he already did it at nc state but if that jumpers That's, yeah so i mean like good. and big east too is like extremely talented this year as well you know nova i cannot wait to watch cam whitmore and the other freshmen that they have whose name is escaping me uh but cam whitmore has had like one of the greatest summers that someone can have as far as rising before your freshman year. Like he went from like late lotto guy to probably top three or top four in most places, just from him, like running shit and FIBA and just looking head and shoulders above everyone else. Kind of like what, uh, I mentioned it earlier, uh, kind of like what Brandon Miller has been doing. 
I don't think, and you guys will see when you watch him play, I don't think I've ever seen him express any form of emotion whatsoever. But he's just like, he's tall, he's smooth with the ball, nothing looks forced. uh, And the only downside with him is, even though he's a freshman, he's going to turn 21 his rookie season. So So he's got a Ty Ty Washington vibe to him? Worse than that, probably. Uh, Him and Ty Ty might actually be the same age. Just That's might bad. have a few months, but yeah. So very excited is, for that. Is Jordan Hawkins. Can- is he from Alabama or is he, uh, is he Canadian? Uh, no, that's uh, Leonard Miller. Mm. Leonard Miller is oh, Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just outside of my top thirty right now. Uh, Brandon Miller is from Tennessee. Yep, he is six foot nine and can dribble. It's sick. Sheesh. The other one too, who's kind of like a tailor made uh player for me is anthony black from uh arkansas just like tall guy who's very smart with the basketball and can play point guard like just tailor-made player for me um so enough enough about the draft uh also got to do some work on jordan hawkins too i've heard great things about him uh rising sophomore at uconn but Mm -hmm. Let's uh let's close up shop with some uh college football instant reactions. Uh top twenty five came out. Texas is not back. They are outside of the top twenty five for now. That's gonna change, I almost guarantee it. Uh but any uh any big surprises in the top twenty five or things that you guys disagree with? I have a uh, I have at least one. Notre Dame no <laughs> Notre Dame should not be five. Um, I guess I see the appeal to it. Um, they have a lot of positive buzz going. Um, the recruiting has been very good under Freeman so far, which I'm not sure they expected. Um, I think it was kind of just a safe placement for the rankings because they play Ohio State week one. so. They're either going to win at Ohio State and be like, yeah, see, they should have been up at five or get curb stomped and be like, yeah, anyone's going to lose to Ohio State. So it's kind of a uh, safe thing, which is kind of the the uh, norm for Notre Dame at this point. They're, they don't get uh, dinged for anything. Um, I think A&M's a little too high. Can you tell me who their starting quarterback is? Nope. Utah should be above both of those teams, in my opinion. Uh, They return most of their guys. They do lose Devin Lloyd on defense, but that's a program that's been uh, having a lot of success, and they return their quarterback and a lot of key weapons. You're not a big fan of uh, Haynes King? No. What happened to or Max uh, Johnson? What happened to Manzada or Manzato or whatever? Calzada is at yeah. Auburn right now. Gosh, bit. I should have known that. Um, agree with those. I'm gonna add one more. I don't think Clemson should be uh four. Yeah. The only issue is though, I don't, and I agree with Notre Dame, but I don't know who you put above them in their place. 
Like I think, I think the only defendable answer would be Utah, which I am extremely uncomfortable with because it is Utah. Yeah, just the nature of it sounds fucked up. Um, I like I wouldn't want Michigan, I, like Utah, and Michigan closing out the top five. I don't know. No, but I, I think at the end of the day, unless there's some surprise team that's gonna take the world by storm i think that there is a large large gap from three to four that i'm not too sure if it's going to get filled in so for those who aren't familiar right now top five is alabama ohio state georgia clemson and notre dame uh nebraska got a single vote as well so shout out (laughs) them i i don't know how oh it was brett mcmurphy that's how he was the only one to uh to vote for uh to vote for nebraska to get him in so uh, for those who don't know brett mcmurphy and have ever gone on uh twitter for sports if you just google the guy you'll recognize his first photo immediately got gray hair and a mustache and looks very uncomfortable when he smiles uh he he's the only one that voted for nebraska so uh shout out to him uh i guess um Putting Wake Forest up in there after the Sam Hartman news is a little questionable to me. Vicious, certainly. Um, I do like to see USC and Miami up there. Um, I do think they're going to be good. I'm not against. Obviously, both of these teams are built in one year through the transfer portal with new head coaches. Um. I've come to the point where I'm not completely against that. I mean, it is what it is. College football is its own beast at this point. Um, they actually today had a discussion about breaking away from the NCAA. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Definitely a team to watch that is my darling this year is NC State. Uh, I think if they can get over Clemson, which I think it's at Clemson, so it'll be tough. But if they do that, I'm looking at them to potentially be undefeated, pushing for the playoffs. Clemson's defense this year, too, is incredible, as it tends to be. That D-line's insane. It is ridiculous. Uh, There's going to be a lot of first-round picks on this D-line, unfortunately. The offense. Uh, Is it going to be Uli Ungalale? It's either him or uh, Klubnik, so I'm oh. guessing so. But with that being said, if you give Dabo enough time and the quarterback gets injured enough, he will eventually bench the junior quarterback for the stud freshman. Now, it took some time with, uh, oh man, what was his name? Bryant. Uh, Bryant was his last name. Uh, Kelly, Kelly Bryant. Yeah, took some time with him, and he was at one point a uh, a Heisman candidate, but uh, that died quickly. And now he is playing in the uh, Gridiron Football League. What fan controlled? Uh, yeah, the fan controlled one. So he's uh-huh. a quarterback over there. So good for him, but uh, not exactly what you want. Um. Schultz, where are the vibes out of Wisconsin? Yeah. 
the Wisconsin will be as good as Graham Mertz is, and that's pretty much how it's been for Wisconsin for the last hundred years. If the quarterback's even I'm decent, then the team will be good. to watch Braylon Allen. Yeah, I mean, Braylon Allen will probably be – I don't know if he'll be a Heisman candidate this year, but within the next – And there's two, a receiver that's been electric. Uh, DK probably. Uh, it's either him or probably the UCLA transfer. I think it's Skylar um, Bell. Oh, I don't even know. Because Wisconsin's Someone. – I know Chamiri DK and Keontes Lewis have been the two guys that I've been reading about, but I also don't really follow the Badgers football until it starts because I don't know half the fucking dudes that come in the, on these teams. But like I said, if Graham Mertz is good, every you know they're going to have a great offensive line. They they bring back – who are they bringing back? I know they brought back Jack Nelson and Tyler Beach and Joe Tittman. So they're bringing back three starters on that line, and then they added a four-star um, tackle. And then I know they had a five-star that was – I think he's a sophomore rising junior who should slide into – I think he's – I think he's a guard. I forget his name. But he should be pretty good. I mean, Braylon Allen, I'm, ex- I'm just excited to watch that kid – run the football yeah. again because he's absolutely insane. Um but yeah be undefeated going into the horseshoe I mean, at Ohio State. Yeah, <laughs> that's the biggest issue is if they beat Ohio State, which they never do, but if they do, that'll be that'll probably I don't I don't think they lose diff- another game. I'm pretty sure they have a pretty easy schedule this year compared to in years past. All right, Very one minute for the left. Court. Yeah. One minute Who's, last uh, thoughts. National championship, first glance. National champion winner. Uh, I'm going to go with Alabama because they're the number one team in the nation. And also Bryce Young's really good. Aiden? I don't want to answer this. Uh, I'm going to say Miami. Tyler Van Dyke is the GOAT. I'm going Ohio State. New defensive coordinator. I think that's been their issue in years past, and I tr- I would hate it. But would I hate it as much as Alabama or Georgia winning? Nope. So hey, on the bright side, team. these are not contractually obligating. We will do our college football preview next week. Uh, in the meantime, we are back. Thank you for listening. Talk to you all soon. That was good. Less than 40 minutes. Yeah. No, that was good. Uh,